It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Welcome back to the Friday Form Panel. Toby McKinnon and Dan Malecki with you. And Leroy O'Brien joins us. Firstly, Leroy, how are you, mate? And whereabouts are you today? Yeah, good, thanks, Toby. Uh, just at home, just getting through them. We had a bit of rain again overnight last night, so we're sloshing it out again. But uh, I think everyone's in the same boat. It's one of them wet years. Right, so you're swimming them instead of working them today, mate? Uh, no, they're on the track today. The track's <laughs> held up pretty well, but they swam, they swam yesterday. We've got the water walker in, so they, they, all, they all went in yesterday. But um, they, get, they get changed up and down, depending on, uh, depending on the weather. I was only joking, but it uh, turned out it was <laughs> somewhat on the right track if you've got the water walker. When did you get the water walker? I've uh, probably had it in about six months now. So it's, um, I've been using it for about six months, but we built it all ourselves, so it's, um, it's been a long, um, long process to get it up and going, but it's up and going now. Now, mate, there's a horse in tonight that will kick off with Destroyer, who's a very cleverly named horse. It's a uh, medieval war horse, and it's out of a mare called Meredith Castle, who's an interesting horse in herself. She's side three pacing aside. She's the mother of three pacing winners and four trotting. So there's a bit of a mix there. And it's a four-year-old horse with a really big and well-known group of owners. Tell us a bit about Destroyer. Yeah, so he's... um he must have. He's close to being here three to four months now. He, uh, um, I've pre-trained quite, uh, just a few for Clayton and Emma, and um, this is one of them that, that I got asked to, to take on. And um, yeah, one thing led to another, and then um, Tom Hogan asked me, well, I could just mentioned about giving him a start or two before he goes back to Clayton and Emma, and I'm very grateful for that. So um, yeah, tonight's tonight's his first try, uh, first start for 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 him as well. But uh, yeah, he will go back to Clayton and Emma in the next start or two, but. Um, yeah, it's been really good to be able to have that opportunity with such a great group of owners. Well, it, it, he's been well found, uh, Leroy. Dollar sixty for a debut performance. So it seems as if uh, if you were trying to keep it secret, that part hasn't worked out so well because um, it seems as if there's a bit of an expectation about his first run tonight. Uh, yeah, there is. But at the same time, he's um, you know, like you said, he's a. Uh, um, he's like he's a four-year-old on debut. He's only only had two trials, and um, he'd had a long break before uh, he come here. Like he, like he, he was off the scenes for a long time. He wasn't in work um, for quite a long time, and um, yeah, his trials uh, they stand up quite well with with the form of um, Sir Ed and and Buckles, and obviously Queen of Quebec. They beat him at um, at Melton trial in '59, and uh, that was his first trial. Um, and first time under lights, and he'd done a few things wrong that night. He wasn't wasn't hundred wasn't trying hundred percent, but he's we're quite happy with him. And um, you know, like we don't, you know, there's no expectations tonight, but apart from being a dollar sixty. But um, I think Damien Wilson's also out of the pole. I think he might be a little bit of an underdog tonight. But um, our bloke's quite a nice horse, and he's he's worked right through with with Sir Eros. So um, yeah, he, he's got a lot of he's got a lot of bottom to him, but it, um, whatever happens tonight happens tonight. But he's he's a horse that will will go somewhere. Was there a reason why he had such a long time off, mate? That you're aware of? Not that I'm aware of. No, he was just uh, you know like he was just brought here to be pre-trained for for eight weeks, and eight weeks just kept getting longer and longer. So lucky for me. 
you, you, if they turn up to get him, you'll have to say, oh, he's in the back paddock and he's just impossible to catch. <laughs> I might be. I might have a different opinion of that tonight after tonight. But um, no, he um, he's a nice horse. He's a lovely, as you said. He has done a wonderful job as a broodmare as well. And um, the Cardi Lindy, I think he was. Uh, I think they paid a little bit for him at the sales. So he, um, yeah, but he's uh, he's a cool dude. And um, as I said, I don't, I don't think whatever happens tonight happens tonight. But he's a, he's a horse that will. I think well, I believe that will be going somewhere in the future. Um, Leroy, you've had a terrific season. The Tontine uh, double must have been quite extraordinary for you. Two horses that you really got to peak at the, the right time, but one of which we're talking about as in running tomorrow in Sir Eros and Blake Bolak, who's, I think, emerging as a a horse that could capture a really big race for you. Yeah, he's another one. He's done a lovely job like, for what he is. He's, um, you know, uh, my brother-in-law and my sister brought, brought the mare in fold to um, Sunshine Beach and Fifteen hundred dollars, and he's the, the result of the of the purchase. And he's he's big and he's lanky, and uh, he hadn't got much upstairs. But he, um, you know, look, he, you can't really knock him. He sort of he just seems to turn up each week. And um, you know, if you worked him at home, you wouldn't think you know, that he was much good. But he um, he just seems to keep producing. And I don't know if time will actually help him because he's he's really not that smart. But um, I don't think he really has to improve much more to be able to just sort of keep going through his grades and do a job for the owners. And um, yeah, we're very lucky to have him in the stable. That, don't be so down hard, and mate. I ended up on the radio, so there could be a big future for him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't be hard on yourself, Toby. <laughs> now, now, Sir Eros, I don't know where it was or what it was, or might have been at the trials or somewhere. You and I were standing talking um, as we as we do, and you said to me, "This horse could win the Derby." And I don't think he'd even raced at that stage. He might have had one or two starts, perhaps, and. He just didn't quite have the three-year-old year that you hoped for. Was there was it as he grew, or was there some reasons why? Yeah, he's. Um, I've had. A, oh, I shouldn't talk too much about him, but he because I love the horse and he's one of my favourite. Like we've had Sir Blake and Princess Gemma, and I wouldn't swap him for any. I love him, love him to death. But he um, he had he had an OCD, and he he'd actually raced these two starts as a two-year-old with the OCD, which we weren't aware of at the time, and. So that, that sort of put him back, and then he didn't really come up and uh, bits and pieces, and he grew, and, um, like, he's still a bit raw still now, but he's, um, yeah, he's a nice horse. He is a nice horse, and um, I was not taking anything away from him from the Tom team, but, like, the field he beat that night probably, like, it wasn't a normal Tom team field, but he, he'd done it so well around such a small track, at, like, out wide and got home well, and um, I think we've sort of probably been driving him a little bit upside down with... Uh, you know, it went, now he's up in class with trying to drive him a little bit more tougher than what he is. Um, and it, like last week, I know if he didn't if he didn't break out of the start, I think he would have been right in it. But he would have been driven with a sit last week, no matter what, or the week before at Bendigo. So that's I think going forward, that's how he will be driven driven cold and leaving him with one run and um, leave his speed to do the work. So does that suit a track like Ballarat? I mean, I, I tend to to see him suited by drawing the back row, even though it's not a bad back row draw because El Rosamo can get out all right. But Ballarat, as Toby was alluding to before, and particularly for the trotters, um, it probably doesn't suit a horse that's going to come back with one run three and four deep from the 400. Yeah, I agree to a certain extent. Like, if it was Melton, it probably suit him a lot better. But um, as I mm. said, like, he, he got a random in our rat quite well, so I don't think Ballarat... Uh, and I don't think he's going to get all that far back either, so... Um, but um, and and Mark Pitt driving him 
Um, Mark was qu- quite uh, quite happy with him at Bendigo and wanted to keep the drive, which is you know one of the best drivers we've got in Victoria at the moment. And, um, you can't you can't really beat him, and he wants to keep the drive, so that's always a good sign. Now, one last one from me, Leroy. Can you dispel the rumor that you actually named this horse after Dan Malecki? Sir Eros? Uh, I'm not going to say that. Uh, we don't want to look up Sir Eros as the, the great god of, uh, <laughs> of the wrong wrong way, but. Um, <laughs> Uh, no, that is not true. Okay. <laughs> it could have been true, no. but in this case, it's not. <laughs> but, uh, no, he's a nice He'll run a good race tomorrow night. He's just got to get away. But um, well, I'm pretty pretty confident from the second row that uh, that it will will suit him a lot more. And um, he's jumping, he is jumping out of his skin. He looks, uh, he, he's actually been clipped um, since last start. So he's, he looks really well. He's big and strong and... Um, he's ready to roll tomorrow night. He's just got to get away. Any more from he's you, He's certainly a b- yeah, okay. big and strong. No, there's no doubt about that. He does stand out, doesn't he? When he I can imagine if he is clipped and, uh, you know, he's just come from the hairdressing salon, he's going to look pretty good because uh, I don't think you'd want to run into him in a, on a dark night. So, um, you know, he's a pretty powerful built trotter and he's when he trots, he, he, he's a very fluent trotter, isn't he? Yeah, he is, and like it, um, I don't really want to see myself as a going forward as having too many trotters, but it seems that it, that's the way things sort of happen every now and again. But you don't ever really get the feel out of a pacer than what it does to sit behind a nice trotter. And um, we've had a couple over the year. Like Crown Dream wasn't like he wasn't up to the best, but he won the, like he won three or four country cups and um, Wind in Your Suit won the South Australia Trotters Cup back with Dad and. We've had some nice trotters come through here, but he's just something different to sit behind. And another horse that's in tonight, he's he's a little bit the same. Like he doesn't feel like he's um, he's got a bottom to him, which is like he, we've got a thousand meter hill track, which sorts him out quite quickly. And uh, there hasn't been able to sort those two out yet. Well, with all those trotters, uh, we thank you for coming on, Leroy o- O'Conroy, uh, and best yeah. best of luck tonight and tomorrow night, mate. <laughs> No worries. Thanks very much, guys. Good on you, Leroy. Uh, Dan, let's uh, get a breakaway. We'll come back and we'll turn our attention to race five at Ballarat.